So someone was missing from Wednesday night dash this week. Was it you, Eric? No, I was there. Oh, I can uh, forget yeah. about it now. Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was a forgettable week for you, but uh, it was a non-existent week for me. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll talk the weekend in racing. Uh, Nashville coming up on the uh, the IndyCar schedule. This is FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Fluck. I'm Eric Richardson. So, yeah, I, I was not present for Wednesday Night Dash this week. I uh, had an event, you know, had to do the parenting thing and didn't get home in time. And Oh, that's not important. What are you talking about? Oh, you know, it's like... I, I prefer to not have my children look back and resent me in, in 10. I mean, they're going to for their teenage years. That's a given because that will happen. But after they get past those teenage years and they become adults, I, I don't want them to resent me. So that that's where you can try to win them back. <laughs> I don't want to blow that. Chance, so. so before we get too far here, notice I don't have a hat on. No, you don't. Why is that? I doing some cleaning getting ready for our son's first birthday and finally That's found the bin of it i have a throwback see if you remember this one oh <laughs> time out hang on a second all right we're gonna pause <laughs> the show eric entertain for like 30 seconds i will be right back <laughs> oh man yeah found this one uh, jeff gordon hat i of course, he was a Chevy driver, and I wore it to Ford Fan Day. When actually, when DJ and I went down to the Indianapolis when they were getting ready to run the Brickyard, so it's really fun taking pictures with Gordon Hat and Chevy driver with all the Ford drivers. I'm sure DJ's got a surprise here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Not quite the same, but. I was, I was just telling him about how I wore a Gordon Chevy hat at Ford Fan Day. I do. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've had this one for years, too. Not not quite the same hat. You can see it's a little bit different, but still, you got the throwback DuPont. Jeff Gordon know, hat. Indiana driver from Pittsburgh. We're from Indiana. It, it kind of made sense. Yeah, you pull for up. The reason why we got hooked on NASCAR. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that hooked hooked me as a kid. Um, but yeah, that's I, I I I pulled this. I've I've actually had this hanging on my hat rack. I haven't actually worn this hat in a long time. But <laughs> I haven't had I, this one in years. When I was I was literally running down the hallway, trying to like you know keep the dead air to the minimum, and I'm sitting there like trying to clean the dust off <laughs> as I'm running down the hallway. Oh, where do we want to go first? We had Wednesday night bash. Formula yeah, one, NASCAR. I mean, kind of a lot going on. Maybe not really. I don't know. So on, on the Formula One, Max Verstappen, yeah, yeah, Max wins. Have you seen the Max Verstappen Heineken commercial? I don't know how long. I, think it's I have. So Max is going out and he's with a group. And they're trying to decide at the table at this bar, like, who's going to be the designated driver? And it was like, who's the best driver? And everyone, hit, you know, the key gets handed to Max. And he looks like, you know, visibly annoyed. And then they go out to another bar and like you know, another night. He's like, who's the, you know, and they hand the key to Max. Then they hand the key to Max and so on. He's getting really annoyed. So then like one night yeah, they go out and they go to hand the key to Max. And he's sitting there holding his bottle of Heineken drinking. I have seen it. it. Yeah. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. And then, you know, somebody else has to be the designated driver who's like super bummed out. And as they're getting in their car to leave, 
Max turns around and shows that it's a bottle of Heineken Zero <laughs> and jumps in his own car and takes off, which I believe was a Ford Mustang. So I got one Formula One question for you. Yeah. Checo finally finishes second. He does. Is he returning to form? Then really, are is his car and Max's car the same? Yeah, actually. Is Max Mark- just that far out or are they trying to hinder Checo's car. That, that's actually funny you mentioned that because I believe Martin Brundle said on the broadcast that it's like they're in different cars. And it's like, okay, that's a little tinfoily hat. Checo yeah. passed Leclerc, he was leading, then Max catches up and just Caught. annihilates him. Yeah. I, it just, it does seem like. Is there that I'm, much of a discrepancy between those two drivers or is it the car? I, Max is definitely the better driver. There's there's no, no argument there. I mean no, he's he's can't argue that. Max he's is our, he's the, crazy right now. He he's the best driver in the world right now in any form of racing you could argue. Uh I, I, I don't Jeff think Larson and Max Verstappen head to head and something. I I still want to see Max come over and and do something NASCAR related. He doesn't want to. He likes. He likes. He's admitted he likes NASCAR. He's a fan of NASCAR. He loves doing it in the simulator and i racing. And uh, I saw his. You know his like i rating is like in the nine thousands. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's just absurdly crazy. But I don't know. I, it's just. It, it does feel like there's no way that Max is that much better without having a better car and it's like i've said this before it's like do you think his car is checo's being sabotaged i mean i don't know how you i mean checo's a very talented driver there's no doubt about that he's a race winner you know he won even before he came to red bull i mean he's he's had some impressive drives like he's not going to be like an all-time great but it does have the feeling like he's being sabotaged, that he's being given a, a bad setup or you know whatever you want to call does it. Does he not have the same grip levels? Does the car not turn as well? Like, just for like, two cars on the same team to be that far off. You gotta it's, wonder. It's, it's not. I mean, there's definitely a skill set difference, but not that much. Not 25 seconds. As if you look at it, for the most part, the team cars run pretty close to each other if they run mistake free yeah and most of the time when you see a gap it's because they went off in a turn and then got stuck in drs train slow pit stop you forget to bring out a tire i think ferrari did that again yeah they uh uh yeah ferrari they can't get out of their own way It's, (laughs) it's just unreal yeah, I wonder yeah. what your thoughts uh, on that. And Alp- Alpine, you know, fired, gave up on their, their everybody. everybody already. You know, he didn't even have his, his crew assembled yet. Now, he said he had a crew assembled, but they couldn't come over yet because they had to wait out contracts. He's like, I didn't even have my full team assembled. Like, you gave me no time at all, uh, which is a fair. I mean, it's it's obviously we've become a not just in racing. It's it's win now or you're fired. Mm hmm. Oh, football, baseball, you win now or you're fired. You know, if you inherit a, a mess, you get a couple of years to try to fix it. And if you, you know, you're not in serious contention quickly, gone. See ya. 
I think it's fair. Like I, I think, you know, with all, I mean, there's definitely obviously bad hires that happens all the time. You know, you get bad drivers, you get bad strategy, you get bad team principles, but yeah, I, if a, you, you're bringing a guy to lead a team, that's been a mess. You got to give them time to fix it. It's just yeah, unreasonable. It's unreasonable expectation. Well, formula one is at the summer break. So it's going to be fun to see what development happens and where the teams stand coming out of it. And rumor that Mercedes, Red Bull, and one other team may have broken the cost cap last year. But then again, Red Bull allegedly broke the cost cap and got a slap on the wrist. So does it really even matter? (laughs) Especially when you're so far ahead and... They want to start yeah. developing next year's car now. And... Yeah. You know, and James, I think it was James Foles, you know, who was with Mercedes for years now, principal at Williams, made an interesting point, which is still funny because he spent so many years at Mercedes that these these other teams are in such a hole because of the cost cap, because all that R&D and that investment is done. Like they can't go in and pump up a bunch of money and catch up to Mercedes or Red Bull in in a year because they're going to blow past that that cost cap they got to do it over like five or six years and if you have an impatient board overseeing your team you're not getting five or six years so it's like i i think james can turn williams around he seems like you know he's showing the you know they're they're they want to make the investment it's just it's going to take time and but will he get the time? And I, you know, that's that's the million dollar question. But I mean, Williams has been so bad for so long. Like, I think there was a little bit of collusion wait. among those top teams. They get all the re- R and D, then cost cap comes in, and now all yeah, these other yeah, it's like are, yeah, we're we're good now. Like, we can we can live. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of them come in. It you know deters outside investment because they can't come in and throw a bag of money at a. You know, a team that's flailing and catch them up in a year. You know, it's 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 a long term project, and, and that's if you ever catch up with how quickly their technologies advance. Indeed, but we've got. Uh, has there been any news on the Las Vegas and their fifteen hundred dollar a person watch party fee that they're going to be charging? To, like, I haven't um, really, I haven't heard anything. I've seen. It's just the continuous complaining by people that live and work in the area that uh, they're they're just ripping up roads repeatedly there. Yeah, yeah, the people that live and work there just do not want this event to happen because it's just caused so much chaos with all the road construction. And that's fair. I mean, I I get it. It's going to be cool as a one-off, but I'd almost rather see him stick to the actual road courses. They're built. They're there. Uh, this this is a gimmick race. Miami is a gimmick race. Las Vegas is a gimmick race. Same as the Chicago Street Race. Yes, it was a gimmick race. It was a fun gimmick race. But yeah, will we be saying that in five years? I don't know. I don't even think we say it next year. We'll see. I I think you know SVG, who apparently has more or less announced he's making a full time move to NASCAR next year, which is awesome. Yeah, he's getting ready to run Indy, isn't he? uh i believe yes yes he is going to be running indy uh i think he's going to be back in the project 91 car but he's going to be moving in and uh 
you know, he hasn't said where he's going or which team he's going to be driving for, but you kind of wonder with, you know, Justin Haley moving to Rick Ware, if he's going to take slide into his spot, which I don't know if that's the greatest move, but you could say Justin Haley moving to Rick Ware was, was a good career move either, but it might've been his only move to have a multi-year deal. We're going to be seeing across, I think, all three major series, a lot of driver shakeups. I mean, and you've got Harvick retiring. You've got Martin Truex Jr., who I, I kind of think if he wins, he'll retire. I could see it go out on top. Because he, he won't commit to it. He's having a great year. He's having his probably best year in quite a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, do you just the question is how is it, how's it going to play out in the end? So you've got Truex who might be on his way out. Um, yeah, Harvick I mentioned. I don't think well, you're going to. <laughs> you think IndyCar may look entirely different? Yeah, yeah, IndyCar is going to. Allen's going to be a mess. That's going to be a major shakeup there. Here, here's a question for you, Alex Bowman. And I don't know why I can't remember how he finished at Richmond this weekend. Uh Hendrick cars weren't really a factor at all. No, and he is not all laps down, I think. I think they said Alex Bowman's last top ten was Coda. I mean, he got hurt and was out for a while after that. Um, let me see here. I'm gonna have to look this up. Hey, Michigan this weekend. Yep. I actually need to buy my tickets still. About to say, aren't you? Yeah, aren't you going to that? <laughs> yeah, better get moving on this. Yeah, so, tickets are available. I'm not worried about that. Plenty it's of good seats. Sixty-five still available. each. Yeah, so Alex Bowman finished 18th at Richmond. I think at Pocono he would might have. Twenty fourth. So the question is, does Hendrick run Alex Bowman out? Not performing. He's not performing. I mean, he's had a bad year. Yeah, it's not been good. I mean, for a Granted, team that's win or bust, one either. But yeah, well, and he was misconservable. He I was hurt too, and then suspended for a race. Yeah. How about Kyle Larson giving a Denny a little love tap? Yeah, that was funny. I. I... <laughs> Can't say I'm too terribly he was, surprised. He's a lap down too, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's kind of funny. Oh man, you uh, didn't watch the NASCAR race, did you? I I didn't watch the Cup race this week. I I was uh, I was at a baseball game on Sunday, so so <laughs> pretty much that race ran green the entire way. Is I couldn't even watch it. It was just back and forth. Maybe I missed a caution somewhere. But outside of the caution. Yeah, outside of stage rigs. There was a caution towards the end, though. And Chris Buescher's leading. Congrats to him on the yeah, win. Yeah, he got his, his annual win. <laughs> Great win for RFK. Um, So the announcers are saying, do you take the inside or outside? And he's lining up on the inside. You got Kyle Busch, who was sitting third. Denny Hamlin sitting second. And they're kind of joking, like, do you go outside and risk getting run up into a wall here? <laughs> 
They're like, well, <laughs> Busher's on the inside. He's not taking that chance. No, no, I'm not letting Denny do that. I just started laughing. Uh, that was probably the best part of the entire race. Well, there was also the other week um, in Atlanta in the Xfinity series where you know Josh Williams was hanging out near the front, and you know, they said if uh, things worked out, and he goes, Josh Williams wins. Does he park it on the start finish line? <laughs> Rick Allen said that. You're Steve Latart, like not touching that one, Rick. <laughs> if you didn't catch the spring Atlanta race for Xfinity, I forget what was it? He was in a wreck. No, he got black flag. He got black time. flag because his and, like some tape was falling off the back of his car because the weather was cold and it wasn't sticking very well, and it fell and off the back, and he got black. He's flag. mad, and he stopped on the start finish line on the track got out of his car and walked to his pit i yeah it was under caution yeah it was, and, was caution and cars yeah it was it was it was by. under caution but they were trying to restart and then he just parks it right on the start <laughs> finish line so he and then he was telling the story about it. he goes they you know they called me to the trailer which i i expected and I'm like would you like some pizza or some he's like no i'm <laughs> here to get yelled at i don't want pizza <laughs> oh probably one of the it's, if it's not the greatest moment, it's the second in recent NASCAR memory in the last couple of years uh, with Ross Chastain at Martinsville. And being, uh, okay, so <laughs> we, we have never really talked about SRX on this show before, but I, I have to mention, did you see Paul Tracy got kicked out of SRX? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> People are like, he hasn't changed at all in you know 30 years of racing. He's still the same guy. And uh, yeah, I I don't know no, what he caught did. a little bit last week. What I I have it I I keep forgetting and like I can't go back and watch it for some reason. So I have it set to record this week because it's it's on too early for me to watch on the West Coast. But what did he do? Like I he got uh, suspended. I think they're they coming back to green off of a restart or something. This was the first time I watched the heat races. I actually didn't watch much more than like the first 10 laps in the main. And I think he like intentionally turned into somebody on the front stretch. And then it caught three, four, uh, five cars in it. it. It wasn't good. Classic, classic Paul Tracy right there. Still bitter about his to, Indy 500 win. I was going to say he wanted from... to talk about his Indy race. If I say Castro Nevis was right there, he could have t- could have took him out in the process. Who no, cast it's great though to see all the any cars. Did you see who's taking his spot? I didn't hear yet. Johnny Benson. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. A so Is he apparently, the Cheerio sponsor. Uh, good question. I got a uh, Johnny Benson Pennzoil uh 124 scale up in the display case from like 1997, 1998, something. Well, like and you'd that. like it, um, Purdue University. Yeah, yeah, I got the Purdue cars. Castro Nevis, which is awesome. So that was uh, that was cool. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out this week. I've got it recorded or set to record, and I can sit down and watch it tomorrow night or no. last night. I already watched it. <laughs> I think oh. the most exciting NASCAR race this weekend or my off weekend. The Xfinity last two laps. Yes, yes, yes. That was Road yeah, America. Road America. I did watch Road. Okay, so I lied. I watched. I watched the uh, a decent chunk of Road America. Parker Kligerman almost got his win. I thought he was going to get it. Um, 
Justin Allgaier lost it, had the lead for, you know, they thought he had it. And then they, yeah, they I turn it on as they're going green with that green, white checker overtime. And then I'm drawing a blank on who that was. Yeah. Allgaier, Sage Karam. And uh, oh, yeah. Sage Karam was up there too, has not won a race. But who was it that their car was smoking? It was Connor Mozak. That's who it was. Like his car is smoking. And they're like, is he going to, you know, they're getting ready to go green. His car is literally just engulfed in smoke. <laughs> and like, is he going to pull off to the pits? He's like, nope, nope. He's going to stick with it and try to, you know, hold out for two <laughs> laps. Comes around turn one and just leaves a trail of water, which Jeez. they end up, yeah. Then they have to, uh, you know, then his car, he keeps going and his car you know, breaks down halfway through the lap. And then they have to start all over again and clean up the track. It's just like, come on, you should be penalized for that. What's that, exciting is that next to lap, next to last lap was with all the passing and door to door and fishtailing. Last lap was kind of boring. It was. I mean, yeah, the second, yeah, that second to last lap. I thought. Honestly, uh, I, I thought Parker had it. He had the lead kind of going, getting close to the last lap. And Sam Mayer, you know, him and Justin Allgaier, or no, him and Sage Karam were fighting. And they kind of went wide on that one turn. And, you know, Karam was kind of caught. Yeah, he, he, he lost it coming around one of the turns. And I mean, it was a good race. I, I enjoyed it. I was watching it. Um, I was out Saturday and sitting there watching the race on my phone and it was it was it was a good finish the last lap was kind of boring but um, still it was lead up i didn't see which race it's going to be but i did see uh connor daly's got a either xfinity or indy he will be at indy he's uh i think it was an xfinity ride if i remember correctly so yeah just saw it skimming social media but good for him that's cool so kind we got into all sorts of cars now. We got Michigan this weekend. Um, trucks are off this week. Then Indianapolis IRP for the trucks. We did that one. We did that one. We did Michigan, which you're going to be there for. Indy, Watkins Glen, Daytona. Two hundred laps of running in circles very small circles man what does nascar need to do to get more competitive i don't know i don't richmond i I don't think it's been that bad i mean some of the races have been kind of boring but i mean it's not like you know byron won four races but it's not like we've got the max for stappen invitational in nascar this year i'm just looking at it do they just settle and just kind of run and not be super competitive in the first two stages? I mean, that's kind of been the strategy. I mean, you look back on like the super speedway races, it's like, you know, you look at like Daytona this year, that first stage was super boring. Everyone just like gotten, you know, they got in their two packs and they just, just cruised for the first stage. They cruised for the second stage. I mean, it just, 
it's almost like you didn't even need to run the first two stages. Let's just like, all right, let's go out stage three, go. Yeah, what was it? The Atlanta race. Let's just put him 50 laps and let's go. Uh, race the rain. That's where I like the old racing. You have the incidents on lap 10 because they're competing. I mean, ultimately, like what one of the things that drove to the stage racing is you'd have these years where they would be at like uh, Talladega, for example. And you'd have these like groups of like two or three cars that would just kind of be hanging out in the back all day. It's like, oh, look, here's, you know, Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon that are sitting 18th and 19th right now back here. And then, you know, they just be hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. And then, boop, here they go. And then off now they're up front. And it's just like, well, that was okay. I'm okay with that. It's team strategies or driver strategy. I mean, it worked. Ugh. Worked for the first, you know, 60 plus years of NASCAR. I don't know. Look at your viewership numbers. Speaking of NASCAR, oh, their viewership numbers are up. The attendance is up. Viewership numbers are up. I mean, it's not 90s level and probably yeah, never not, will be again. But that's what I'm looking to. It's up. In their heyday. I mean, that that. The NASCAR's heyday, a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, the IndyCar cart split and nearly destroying open wheel racing in the United States. That yep. that NASCAR was the number one benefactor of that split. Very much so. They, they took all those people that had been following, you know, Mario and AJ and uh, you know, Rick Mears and all those guys in the you know the eighties and Gordon Johncock and uh, you know, Al Senior, Al Junior, and, and Ari Leindyke, and then you know they just threw it all away over that fight. And NASCAR peaked, and they had pack stands for how many years? What six, seven years probably? Pack stands um, every week. Yeah, it was a long time. I mean, I remember like they I, I have this somewhere. I don't know where it is, but the it was like the 50th anniversary yearbook and it had like a this whole spread on drivers and the best of and, and races. And it's just like every single page you look, seats were completely full every single week. It didn't matter if you were at North Wilkesboro or if you're at the brand new at the time, California Speedway, which we know is Auto Club now, uh, the old Phoenix International Raceway. Place, it was packed. It was packed everywhere you went. And with a few exceptions, not so much anymore. Even Indianapolis would be entirely packed. Oh, the early brickyard races, those were packed. For years it was packed. I I only went to one brickyard race. That was 2007. And it was it was busy, but it wasn't packed. I got the two. I don't remember the years I went. Tony Stewart won early two thousands. Yeah, Tony Stewart won the year I went. I remember that. That was uh, that was a, a fan favorite. You know, the local from Columbus, Indiana, coming out there and winning. Rushville Rocket. Yep. On on that note, too, um, local racing news: Wild Horse Pass here in Arizona, home of the uh, 
well there's wild horse pass uh raceway but there's also the uh drag strip that was set to close after the nhra arizona nationals and uh found out today it's not closing uh which is shocking i i did not see that coming but uh right next door is the radford racing school and i literally live like 20 minutes not even 20 minutes from a place where i could go get my f4 license in about i don't know about six days on track which is kind of scary but what are you waiting on uh my bank account yeah good point but the Radford Racing School has come to an agreement with it's it's on tribal lands. It's, uh, it's Phoenix, but it's not. It's tribal land, and they were going to close it and actually sell it to make it part of the I-10 expansion. It sits right along the highway. But we don't know how long Radford's taking it over, but it has a second life, which is awesome. So good, nice. glad that nice. glad to see that that place survive at least for a while. Let's see what happens. Uh, so before we wrap, BCD, behind closed doors. Yeah, August 8th. We got it well, less than a week now. It kick so, off the season at Kentucky. Free entry. It's a free entry. It's They're good races. They're late. You know, if you live on the West Coast, good time to jump in. If you're on the East Coast, do it right before you go to bed. I, you know, if you like, if you're on iRacing and you like IR18s and you want to race with a group, yes, obviously it can't be broadcasted right now. Hoping someday that'll change, but join. What are you waiting yeah, for? Fun last season with just a handful of cars. Yeah, it was it was a really small group last time, and and every race was exciting. I mean, there were numerous finishes where. You know, the Michigan race last year or last season, you had three cars finish fraction of a second apart. Yeah. The granted smaller field, but still championship came down to literally a nose. Yes. And I almost ruined it <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> I came, I'm walking in cold after not racing for six months. I I think if you had won it, it actually would have benefited me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you still would have won, but I, I would have been, uh, would have been hilarious. Though. Yeah. So we got a, you know, there's a good group put together. I will make my one appearance. I don't know which race yet, but um, I wanted to run. Apples in Michigan that will be 250 mile races. Yeah, that, that'll be wild. I mean, that's that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And then uh, what else do you have on the, what would you, you do for the road course this time? Um, we are going to Laguna and I believe Belle Isle. Good old yeah. I got the schedule posted. Double check here, pulling this up. We'll give a quick run through here. Starting off with Kentucky, then going to the short track at Iowa, then on to Laguna Seca. Then we'll take a visit to Chicago land, then Indianapolis midway for a big race. Then we go out to the desert of Phoenix, then to the island on Belle Isle. Then we're on to Nashville Super Speedway, Homestead, and then we will finish the season. Hopefully it's as exciting as last year with Michigan. September 12th. So 10 race schedule, eight ovals, two road courses this time. Um, I think a pretty good mix of tracks there. It is. 
not all those drive considerably different. And then on top of that, we're talking uh for our drivers, we do kind of an, a private, we'll call it a private party at the end of the year for our, anyone who's raced with us this year. And last year we did a GT3 event at Daytona, uh, which ultimately we actually reran the race as the finale for the season six Wednesday night dash. That was kind of a, that was an experiment to see if that could work as a series. And I think it did. Um, I mean, it did generate a ton of interest for our Daytona 24 team too. Yeah. Yeah. That too. But this time around, we've got some some wacky ideas we're looking at and multi-class NASCAR oval racing has been thrown around. We talked about doing a dirt race. Um, I don't know. We got a few ideas. Maybe we toss it out to a vote for our drivers. I don't know. I'm still, to be determined. I'm still liking the, uh, we'll do a multi, where do we sit? Where were we pitching at the multi-class race? Old Atlanta. Old Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> I already forgot about that. Not new Atlanta. Old Atlanta. I think that would be fun. Yeah, something different. Something wild and crazy. I mean, that's just. Do you imagine having a multi? I mean, we don't have the numbers to to do this, but could you imagine a a multi-class series of just multi-class stock car all in one? What was it a couple seasons ago? The next gen, the ARCA car, and the IR18. IR18, yeah. That last year, that in December, they did a Gen 4 truck and 1987 NASCAR as a multi class race. And one of the races they did New Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nightmare. Oh, uh, somebody, I forget who it was, one of the bigger YouTube channels did a. Uh, a drive along of them doing that multi-class race and yeah it went my what you know <laughs> after the start finish line one of the cars plowed into somebody that was trying to pull over and stop uh oh what you so um but real quick here congrats to colton gardner yes yes congratulations Charlotte winner uh he uh He's done this before where he just kind of chills. He keeps himself close enough, but he's back there kind of out of out of sight, saves his tires and then charges at the end and little resistance. Like he just moved his way just methodically over 15 laps, moved his way to the front. Uh, Key and Macaribi, Caden's brother, which we're not going to call him Caden's brother because I'm sure he's the older brother, too. So that, <laughs> that's the other thing. Um he had the same strategy. It almost worked. He couldn't quite catch Colton in the end, but uh, you know that tire saving really, really made a huge difference. It's big on the Arca cars, that's for sure. But yep, Nashville, this no Dover, 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 Dover this week. The Monster Mile. I haven't been there yet this this time around. Uh, I have to. I'll have to find it. Maybe I'll pull out my Monster Mile shirt from when I went to a NASCAR race there. What year was that? Uh, two thousand three. Man, that was a while ago. Was it, was it, was it Nextel Cup yet at that point? I don't remember. They've had so many names in the last fifteen years. I don't. I stopped keeping track after Winston Cup. <laughs> Winston Nextel Sprint, Sprint Monster. 
Oh, too many names. Then nothing. I'm surprised that they've gone this long without a title sponsor for the series. What's it been asking, now? Three three years without a title sponsor? Asking for too much money, probably. I mean, NASCAR financially is not hurting. Um, what was that? Forbes put out an article recently. And I don't know where they got the numbers from, but they put out the sponsorship dollars that teams were generating. And it was a little surprising. You know, RFK was kind of low. I was, you know, you you had Penske, but the thing with Penske, there's an asterisk next to it because it was also Penske's IndyCar team. They were like way ahead of everybody, but you had both the IndyCar team and his, his Cup Series team in there. Are they the only ones that double dip now? Yes. Because well, Ganassi pulled their Ganassi NASCAR. sold. Um, you know, that could change next year. We might see an Andretti sighting in NASCAR. Could see an Andretti sighting in Formula One. This Hendrick doesn't go down. Andretti doesn't come up right now. But RFK only have like $20 million in sponsorship dollars. You know, they run a two cars, $10 million a piece. Seems very well, low. It does seem very low, but yet they seem to be pretty competitive. I guess King's Hawaiian isn't uh <laughs> isn't giving uh giving Brad that much money. Or or what's this one? This is Violet Defense. This is one of his cars last year. I don't I don't even know what Violet Defense is. I just think it's a good looking <laughs> car. Didn't tell you. Yeah, I always that's the thing I always liked about NASCAR is you'd see these sponsors on these cars and you're like, what in the world is that? It's like, okay, here's one. What is Raptor? I don't know, William Byron. What's Raptor? Um I think it's a misplaced advertisement. They didn't realize it's a Chevy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the Ford Raptor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then you have, you know, Daniel Suarez in the Tootsie's Lounge. Like if you've been in Nashville, okay. But then, you know, other cars, it's a little little more obvious. We'll start with, you know, the most iconic brand in the world. McDonald's. McDonald's. Another iconic brand, Air Jordan. Air Jordan. Another iconic brand. Well, okay, maybe not iconic. Hooters. Yeah, it's kind so, of iconic. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Mm. And to go with the hat, I actually have this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, got, got the DuPont car here. Uh, you know, oops, mellow yellow. Oh, wait, that's not real. I don't know. I still think the the Hardy's car from Days of Thunder was still this was a good looking car. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I, well, I just, what do you think? We uh, babbled enough tonight. Yeah, I think we're we're done. <laughs> Consider we imagine we filled this much time despite the fact that I didn't watch a single minute of the Richmond race. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I didn't see a single minute of the race this weekend, but Road America, a lot of fun. I was I enjoyed that. Again, thank you all for tuning in every week. Yes, um, I I don't know I don't know why, but I mean we uh, let me see here. and really reach out to us on social media if there's topics that you want us to look into or hear what our thoughts are. We may be completely off base, but we'll oh, share. Oh, we are, we are, we are completely off base. There's no doubt about it. But so, if there's something you want to hear, shoot us a message, follow us on social media, and let us know. Yeah, 
3,500 people have listened to this in podcast form over the last year plus. Thank you. Why? Thank <laughs> you, but why? <laughs> no, seriously, that's it's amazing. Um, we still have a really, I don't know, again, don't know why. We still have a decent listing following in Singapore. I mean, it's like. We need to see if we maybe get Daniel Frost on the show. <laughs> He's in next series. Um, yeah, yeah. IndyCar yeah. ride next year. I I think that's a good good idea. Uh, we need to start getting some uh, get some drivers on here. Well, we gotta. Uh, we kind of waited a, too long last year once the season ended, and then it's like the season ended. We gave him a couple weeks. Next, you know, it's Christmas, and now it's Daytona time. It's Mister Window. So anyway, frracingonline.com. Sign up for find closed doors we'll prorate you into wednesday night dash find closed doors is free sign yeah, up for yes yeah, sign I'm up for the afsp 200 at michigan speedway in uh september 17th sunday 20 dollar donation to the american foundation for suicide prevention we've talked about that we're really going to be ramping that up in the upcoming weeks yep. get this field firmed up we got some prizes we got to get some more locked in um it's going to be a good event. We really want you to come join us, whether you drive with us or you just watch and, and give money to a good cause. So uh, please do so at FR Racing Online on social media and streaming platforms. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.